Hey everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, Neil seen American Assassin, Carrie's rocking a sweet styling suit, Amy's silly, and I'm here. So, <laughs> let's do it! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey everybody, welcome to Box Ooh. Office Breakdown. Of course, this is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we... I couldn't I couldn't get out of the stutter. Does that you guys? No, I like it. I was like, no, I'm, we're just gonna throw it to them because it's like that's right. I love it. I love it. We had to say it for so long, and then we had a computer do it. Yeah, we had, yes. Then there was a computer. That's right. Yeah, well, so yeah we shipped no. that job to you. We gave it to the robots. They care, of course. But now we've cute. reclaimed it. Yes. Nails back, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and we take that title back. Yep. Look at that. So, yes, we prognosticate about the box office that lie ahead. I'm on your host, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. And hey there, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Hi, everyone. I'm Amy Cassandra. <laughs> and you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AmyCassandra underscore TV and also AmyCassandra.com. What's going on, guys? I'm Neil Plumley. You can find me at places where people are found at the Neil Plumley. That's T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y. I didn't realize how crucial the V was to the Neil Plumley. Super crucial. Until uh, this evening, I was reminded. Never forget the V in the Neil Plumley. You can't funny. forget Why? it because if you do, then you do, things don't get to Neil. If, if, you, don't, if you don't do it, then I don't. Then I don't get the emails. That's right. And I've been letting Neil down uh, for several weeks. Because He's been letting the Neil down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> But as always, folks, you know what? You can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And while you're there, there's a lot there's of a thumbs. Few things. There's a lot of thumbs <laughs> you can put up there. You can also do something that Carrie Lane loves for you all to do, and that's comment down below. And we have a live chat, which we have people talking, and we can see it on the screen. That's right. So, you know, hop in, share your thoughts about anything that you saw this weekend at the box office, or your thoughts about movies in general, or how styling Carrie looks tonight. Feel it's Kingsman. I wanted to dress up. My friend dressed up. She went just to go see Kingsman. She wore a suit. She's like, I'm going to cosplay. And I'm like, that's a fantastic idea. And afterwards, you guys, you should watch. Uh, Frank and I, we're going to be on a Star Trek Discovery after show. So I have a galaxy tie with my suit. That's right. Just I've got thoughts about that Star Trek. I think but I will yeah. save it to then. Out of this world, Carrie. Oh! 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 It's stellar. Nice. Well, let's not. Let's not. Pass oh, that. my my pun just died. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, well, it's, it's, it's pun rules. If That's it follows right. a pun, it's just a normal joke. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Amy's rocking the Vulcan salute, though. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yes, yay! <laughs> <laughs> when she came in, she actually threw that up with like zero hesitation. That's right. She, yeah. just, she just glanced at what was going on, then was she like, looked at me and she's like, "Bam!" And I'm like, "Damn, That's got right. it." Yes. Pulled before before I fell in love with Star Wars, there was Star Trek. Oh, well, so I love both evenly. Sweet. Evenly, come on, you have to pick one. You can like both of them, but you have to pick one. No, they're which one different. Is, no, it's which one? Apples and oranges. Yeah. Although I do like oranges more. So the, oh. so I think you like Star Trek more. I think oranges are Star Trek. Yeah. So you like Star Trek more? That you just answered it. Well, so okay, there you maybe. Go. I don't know. Right. You know, I don't know. We'll take that answer as a yes. Well, she definitely mm-hmm. hates Star Wars and loves no. Star Trek. No, what? That's, right. That's what no. we took away from that no. whole sentence right there. No. Yes, Neil? Star no. Wars, Star Trek. Uh, Star Wars, but um, I was I never really got into the show for Star Trek, uh, so I was never really exposed to enough content to become a fan. I'm sure okay. I would be if I mm-hmm. went through and watched it. All right. And Carrie, are you going to play like, I can't choose between... Uh, I would say they're very different. Uh, I forget which one. I think somebody was saying Star Wars is like a rock opera or whatever. It's Or space opera. Mm-hmm. And... Um, 
Star Trek's different. I mean, I, I like both because they're different. I mean, they're like I like them both, but if I had to choose one, I'd probably like Star Trek just a hair more. Technically, the maybe there's more content too, so you have more to watch if you got stuck with one. Mm, yeah, I don't know. More shows and movies. Yeah, yeah uh, I like that. Great debates, guys. We we yeah, already no. out of the game. And movies. Ca- crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and cinema. Back to movies. So uh, we're going to hop right into it there with our top five this past week. And number one there was also the subject of our box office bet, <clears throat> Kingsman. The Golden Circle. I had seen it. I had thoughts. I couldn't reveal them at the time. I'm so excited to hear about it. I know. We're like, and... I think everyone's waiting. Oh, everybody has been yelling. <laughs> everybody's just thinking yes. into it. Yes. Woo. With love? Yeah. No. Uh, but it made ended up making $39 million this weekend. And mm-hmm. Neil, you, as always, write down our bets. Mm-hmm. I know I went really high because I'd already seen it. So uh, I, didn't, I, remember, I can look it up, but I believe, yeah, yeah you had 55. Uh, yes. 35, 36 for Carrie, and 40 for Amy. Look at oh, that. Oh, you win. Yeah, um, my eyelashes are actually getting stuck together because the eyelash glue is still stuck on there. Oh. So I'm also tearing up because I've won twice. Yay! <laughs> it Thank is you. an honor to yeah. be sitting next to She's a like, twice you know. prognosticator. That's true. It feels there you nice, go. guys. It feels oh, yeah. nice. I understand. Um, yeah, just wait too far. No! <laughs> it doesn't so, last long. No. We'll see about that. There you go. No. So no. She's all challenge except. Three yeah. of us on this panel have seen the film. Yes. Uh, you know, Carrie, Neil, and myself. Yep. Amy is waiting for this movie pass, which she has been notified. Fair enough. Yeah. I took a screen cap. I will not read you guys everything, but... Because they're they... really lengthy side topics and stuff. Right. <laughs> Tangents. Hi, Amy. Thanks for subscribing to Movie Pass. Your personalized card should... Uh, has been ordered and should arrive in about five business days. And the subject line says that the movie pass card is on its way. Woo! Look at that. Fantastic achievement. So we'll see. Hopefully, this coming weekend, I'm just going to live at the movie theaters. Nice. Oh, like I said. Well, you can only see one a day. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, just kind of... Home again. Just hang yeah. on. And? Uh, something it? else. Okay. It right. Again? Well, Sure. Yep. Not me. Yeah. All right. So let's dive into it. Kingsman, the Golden yeah. Circle. Now, as always, folks, we're not going to give any big spoilers. We'll just give our general impressions because we yeah. don't want to ruin anything. But we will just share our opinions without spoiling anything for you folks. Neil, what did you think? Uh, Nazgo is the first one. Um, it was. I was telling Amy this earlier. It's kind of the same movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your quirky villain who's funny and kind of crazy. Very um, crazy. You have uh, some trouble getting the team together, and you have uh, you have some really, really. I don't know, but I don't know if it's really well choreographed or just really choreographed fight scenes. Yes, and uh, and action sequences that were a lot of fun to watch, and then a lot of music during those sequences. Yes, yes. So it's kind of, I mean, not exactly the same, but kind of the same experience. Not to not to say that I didn't enjoy it. I just think I like the first one a bit, a bit more. Carrie, how about yourself? I agree, and I'd continue it saying they're similar, but they're very different vibes. Uh, the first one, it's they have the crazy... You could name the two crazy action sequences. There's the mm-hmm. bar scene and the church scene in the first one. Mm-hmm. This one, every action scene was the crazy action scene, which kind of diluted them in a way, because it was just bit. like, oh, it's the crazy... Every single time, which was cool. And it goes with that comic book vibe, which I liked, but it was one of those like... Can I have a seatbelt for all the, like, swirling around? Which is, again, it's cool, but... And I would love to see how they actually film it to achieve that effect. But I think that made it less exciting because it's, like... This is, like, the last one. 
you know, because when you have it only like a couple times, that makes it like, oh, good, it's another one, but you're not just like oversaturated in it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple like, wait a minute, hold on, but that's okay. Wait, I'm gonna let you rip it on. I'll tell you the joke that happened. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, for me, I I was very disappointed by this film. Mm. I, don't, I mean, I really enjoyed the first mm. one. It, what I do appreciate is the the world building and expanding yeah. the world. I, I love that idea. Mm-hmm. The way mm-hmm. they executed it, mm-hmm. I thought was haphazard. And there were really, diff- yeah. yes, mm-hmm. there are things where uh, the introduction of the statesman and the kings and the relationship to the kingsman, I felt was like I didn't buy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I didn't buy that uh, character arcs. I thought were uh, taken on some weird courses or not really fully. Uh, they didn't stick the landing at all on several okay. characters. Right. Uh, you know, a Merlin's character arc in there. Uh, Julian Moore. The fact that you know her, yeah, her, her arc very undeveloped, underdeveloped. So okay. I, I feel like I want to tear into this more, but I probably will wait till next week after more people have seen the film before we really dive into specific yeah, I think things that I really. Yeah. We'll give you folks another week that I'll dive back into my specific issues that I have with this film. <laughs> yes, your so, bullet pointed. My bullet point. Just yes. laid out. You're like, hold invented. on. Uh, hold on. Problems yes. with the movie. So, <laughs> well, question. Yeah. So then, why'd you give it fifty-five? Oh, because... It's a sequel. Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't enjoy the film. I thought many people other? would okay. enjoy gotcha. it. Especially, I think Ooh, there's no, a lot no, no, of no. buzz about it. Hold on. That's people going to see it. doesn't mean they like it. They still yeah. paid to go exactly. see it. Yes. Because the hype of the first one. Yeah. True. Good. I mean, okay. the trailer was gotcha. cool. I mean, it, it, it mm-hmm. and people were really anticipating the yeah. second film, I think. Uh, so, yeah. I figured, why not shoot high? And the fact that I had seen it, it's like, even if I lose, I've already seen it already. So, why okay. not just shoot high and see what we can do? I would go with it's worth seeing, but it's definitely a crazier roller coaster ride. Like, it's just a little more like, wow. Okay, so wait. Super funny thing in my screening. Great. Sitting, I have this kid next to me. Probably, he's on a date. Leans over to the girl. Jeff Bridges' character comes out. He leans over and he goes, it's Han Solo. No. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> oh, boy. I was like, no. I'm like, yes, they're old white dudes with gray hair and kind of, but no. And after I'm like, no, that's the dude. Come on. And he's like, yeah, but Blade Runner, that's Han Solo, right? And I'm like. <laughs> Did, yes. did the date Blade say anything so at all? No, she didn't. She's just like, she left smile and nod. She should have. She should No. And he just had other lines, too, that I'm like trying not to laugh because I'm like, it's not a funny part or something in the movie. And you're like, oh, my. No. No. Or he's like trying to explain. Or I really wanted to hear him explain the. There's a similar joke to the first one of the princess. We'll say that. And I'm like, I want to hear how he explains that joke. Because she didn't see the first one. But I just like the It's Han Solo, Jeff Bridges. I'm like, no. Oh, right? You're like, I will no. say Jeff Bridges in this film, underutilized, but his, the business that he gives himself, just weird business that he gives himself. The way he handles uh, 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 bottles and stuff like that. Just, yeah. Oh, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, Jeff Bridges? This is yeah. bonkers. It looked like Vaughn was just like, no, it looks like Bridges was like, hey, so... Is there any specific direction you want me to take with, you know, pouring these bottles? Like, am I a whiskey guy, like, forever? And he's like, you know what? Just do some weird shit. <laughs> and so he's like, okay. Do it. <laughs> yeah, I, that was... I didn't cool. quite get it. Yeah. yeah, just watching that, I was like, all right. Thanks, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> this is, what's Matthew Vaughn going to say to Jeff Bridges at that point? He's like, mm, like, all right, sure. do it. Watch, we're, like, we're, we're, we're saying this, but watch, like, that's actually, like, probably what people who, like, invest a lot of money and time into whiskey do. They just, they... Like, no, they really. dip their finger in the, the bottle thing. and they just roll it on their mustache. <laughs> that's like they're like, oh no, that's definitely what you do. 
What are these people talking about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, looking up here in the chat here, Jonathan Beck says he'd like to see Matthew Vaughn take on Flash Gordon, which oh. that would actually be a cool franchise. Mm. I'd love to see him take that on. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool to see. And there's also talk that he's, you know, kind of circling around possibly doing another Superman film. Mm. So, for DC, which I wouldn't mind seeing that. Cool. Oh, and then, sorry, this kid I was sitting next to, same, like, barely getting into the movie, and he's like, Samuel Jackson was a better villain. Like, I'm like, can we let the movie play? I will say that I think he was a better villain than Julianne Moore. Just the way that her character is set up in this film, it's just, it's just yeah. not a, she doesn't get a chance to really get mm-hmm. more developed than, than Samuel Jackson did. I, it's not developed. No, I just remember watching my friend was like, why does he have a lisp? Like, they didn't like that character choice for him mm. and was distracted by that the whole time. But her craziness, I was like, sure. Yeah. I bought it enough. I was like, okay. Yeah, but, I mean, she's basically spends a lot of the film isolated. So yeah. I just felt that that really diminished the, the ability to, to see what her deal was or at least get to know more about her character. Mm-hmm. I would have wanted to know more. But I've, I don't think with him you've got a whole backstory of all his... Well, I think you got to know more about him. Plus, he interacts with Colin Firth towards the beginning of the film. That really, yeah. So, I mean, they a have bit a more. lot of interactions. Yeah, so. that's true. Uh, and you got to see him kind of, uh, Samuel L. Jackson kind of doing stuff, talking to uh, a Gazelle as well yeah. through, through the course of that. So I felt like his character, you understand, understood more. Yeah, and I felt like I, I, I feel like the, it was justifiable for the characters to be intimidated by Samuel L. Jackson because of like how he, uh, how he carried himself and like how he addressed things. He was very straightforward and all that. And also, he did some pretty scary things, even though he was grossed out by it, which is pretty yeah. funny. Uh, but Julianne Moore, I did not feel afraid about people being around her at all. I was yes. sort of like, she's obviously just a person. She's just, a, she's, she's just as, cray cray. she's crazy, sure. But she's, the, the thing that makes her scary is all these things that she puts up around her. Sure. But just her. But not herself. She doesn't have like, her, her special traps for like, yeah. These things that you could easily overcome. I'm like, oh, I will. Yeah. It's not that intimidating being like real close to her. Okay. Uh, let's see, and we got, uh, Zayas B. Lou says in the chat here, I uh, said it at, in regards to Matthew Vaughn doing Man of Steel, it's all talk. They don't think I'll actually do a mm. Superman film, which would be disappointing because I'd love to see somebody different than Zack Snyder do a Superman film to see what they could actually do with that character. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it, the character definitely <laughs> needs uh, a much better showcase in the film. Uh, some room to breathe away yes. from yeah. Snyderverse. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, coming in number two on our top five, it, or another strong weekend, $30 million mm-hmm. there. So, uh, you know, raking in 200, so under $266.3 million domestically so far. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, on a budget like it had is insane. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's sort of the highest growing, highest grossing horror film right now. Yeah. And it's, it's got to awesome. be like the biggest net that they're pulling in off a horror picture in the first three weeks, period. It's, uh. It is amazing. <laughs> I am really just, I'm getting more and more, uh, interested about the sequel. So what yeah. chapter two is going to oh, look yeah. like? I mean, I was thinking about it today with that with uh, with the budget and the margin between that and what it's pulled in these last few weeks. I'm thinking that the studio execs are probably like, okay, so how can we make like five more of these? You know, they're going to turn it into like a saw, maybe. I mean, hopefully not. Uh, but yeah. if I was a studio executive and I cared about money, that's exactly what I would do. Sure. See, well, and I don't want them to veer off too much from how they did this first one because it worked, and sometimes people think. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Let's just make more money. Let's just do a lot more stuff. No. No, it worked. Leave it. You yeah, know? You'd like yes. to see them kind of show restraint. Yes. 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 
<laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But I, if you've set it up that like every what thirty seven years he you know pops up again, yeah, you, you can do, do some prequels. Twenty seven. Or twenty seven you could do prequels about yeah. whenever he's popped up again. So sure. dive into the past. Mm, I like that. Mm. It's eighteen forty five. We've just settled here in Maine. That's right. We're so excited to Well, it could be the well. actual original massacres that the yeah. kids are researching. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah, but we know none of them really survived. But still, yeah, people still watch the Titanic, so you know. Yeah, same idea. Yeah. Maybe you get Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. You get them <laughs> oh, back. Yeah. Get them back. <laughs> Include a lot of doors. <laughs> big, big Water. strong doors. Lots of them. Uh, coming to number three this week, the Lego Ninjago movie. So Warner Brothers coming up with number a big week this week with number two and three at the box office did twenty one point two four million dollars. I think that was a lot of our bets. Yeah, that uh, yeah. So they, everybody thought it was going right? to be third. Yeah, actually had Ninjago at number one. No, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. maybe <laughs> it could have made it. Well, oh, you were in the curveball. You're like yeah. maybe. Hey, you know, it was close. Neil, yeah. it was so close. Yeah, it, yeah you know, it's real. <laughs> yeah. It's... yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> sure. I was a, a big Ninjago thing. fan. Huge. Well, you know what? <laughs> Did you see it? No. Oh, but you will I, be with the movie pass. She's pretty quick to say no. You got the movie pass. Yeah. I know. Like, yeah. I'm going to see oh. how mm-hmm. I change once I have it in my hands. Because it might just be like, yes, let's watch all the movies. But, um, no, I mean, I, I was a little surprised that it it didn't do better. Just because kids love the Legos a lot. And mm-hmm. parents want to make their kids happy. And, mm-hmm. I mean, what are we in? Almost the end of September. Kids have been in school for a while. They need something to do. <laughs> this first, you know, those three weeks or so back in school, like, oh, yes. I can't do this. This is torture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how did I do this last year? <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly how that feels. Yeah. We've been with you guys. We feel your pain. That's right. Uh, coming to number uh, four, a film that Neil saw, so I'm excited to hear his thoughts about it, American Assassin. Did six point two five million dollars? Neil, what did you think? Uh, I was explain. I was not explain. I was discussing this with uh, uh, with Amy earlier. The movie has its flaws. Uh, most of them are centered around uh, some character motivations, and uh, some of the plot twists end up like not being important at all. They're important mm. like in the scene, but then afterwards they're like, okay, well, I guess that's not that important anymore now. Mm. Okay. Or at least, like, the development they could have done on some of those plot twists could have made them a lot bigger, but they just failed to do that. Um, I will say, though, that the opening scene, uh, which if you guys have seen the trailer for American Assassin, uh, it's basically a character played by Dylan O'Brien, who is on beach with his girlfriend, and some terrorists show up and they gun down some people, and then he starts, like, his plot for revenge. The thing is, that scene is super hard to watch. Because it's just people in bathing suits on vacation, and it just starts mm. out of nowhere. It's like he's in the middle of a conversation with someone, and then just like, and then just people just getting killed all over the place. And it's one mm. long shot. So it's just him just like reacting. He gets like a wound somewhere, so then he's like crawling for it. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so hard for me to watch right now. Because it's just like random civilians just getting gunned down. It's all uh, over the place. How are they getting gunned down? It's, you know. That was a really good sound effect. <laughs> it was. I was worried in here. I was like, ah! Because, <laughs> you know, so now I felt like much of the stuff that I read about it was like, this is giving him a chance to like Dylan O'Brien kind of raise the stake, put exactly. him in a different genre. Do you feel like he succeeded in oh, doing this yeah. more, of an, more of an adult genre? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think, I, well, I mean, I discussed it before. I think Dylan O'Brien's a fantastic actor. 
uh, I think he was great in this movie too. And what's really cool is that after that first scene, it sort of shows him like back in the world, like you know, sometime later, and he's. And he's he's the same he's the same character because they show enough uh, show enough of his character in the first scene when he's like happy and jovial that you could tell that he's the same person just a darker version of it like his sense of humor the way he interacts with people it's usually it's like the same sort of like snarky semi sarcastic sort of person but it's just so much darker and I was like that is so cool that's like I mean you see that a lot in acting but I was happy to sort of surprise honestly to see it in a movie like this because I didn't expect it. Uh, in this sort of a movie, you sort of like you go in to like turn your brain off and like not be impressed. But I was honestly impressed by that. And how was Taylor Kitsch? Taylor Kitsch is uh, he's he's a fine actor for sure. I like him a lot. Uh, his part wasn't really that great in the movie, so it's hard to comment well on it. Um, but he was yeah he was good in it. He was good in the role, but I think the role was flawed. All right, mm. and lastly, Mr. Mom himself. Uh, you mean the Vulture? That's yes. right. There you go. Oh, the founder. Birdman, the founder. Yes. Ha. Birdman, um, yeah. He was good. He was, uh, I mean, he was there to basically just, you know, put up the tent poles and let Dylan O'Brien get up into the rafters, basically. He was just there mm-hmm. to, he was there to do it, and he did it. Uh, it was good. Just, you know, just a, a nice, uh, just very uh, good effort. Just to, you know, Do you feel like it was Michael Keaton just kind of walking through the steps? Not exactly. Uh, for some scenes, yeah. Uh, for the majority of the movie, probably not. He definitely put effort into it. Um, but there's one scene in particular with him and uh, Taylor Kitsch where he's acting his face off, and that was really cool. Hmm. But uh, as as a whole, it's not any none of these any critic and any criticism I'm giving to any of these characters. It's not because of the actors. Uh, it's mostly just because the roles weren't developed enough. Yeah. For them. Um, but definitely the, the the first definitely the first scene, even though it's really hard to watch, sets a very very good tone for the rest of the movie. Now this is based on a, a series of novels. Mm-hmm. Was this first movie good enough that you'd want to see more films, or it's like, yeah, I'm good with this. Well, I'll sort of compare this to The Born Identity because that was also based on some novels. Uh, changed, you know, drastically from the novel to the cinematic uh, uh, discovery of it. I haven't read American Assassin, so I can't speak to that. But I will say that, like, as far as the movies stand on, Born Identity was a lot better, so I can see them that makes sense that they would make a franchise out of that. American Assassin could be a franchise, um, but I don't think the movie was strong enough to sort of hold up something like that. Mm. So, I mean, if they made another one, I'd probably see it. I'd sort of hope that they would correct some of the character and plot misgivings that were in the first one. Um, but if they didn't, I mean, I'd be okay with that too. Mostly, I'm just excited to see what else Dylan O'Brien's got. Because oh, he, he was great in that movie. And you're, you said you were getting, going in, what, tomorrow to start getting the uh, the big giant face tattoo of him on your chest? Mm-hmm, yeah. Great. Yeah, it's, it's going to be Dylan's chest, or Dylan's, uh, sorry, hey. his face. Dylan's face here, his chest will actually be on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's, it's iconic because he just has like one little strip of hit chest hair. Just in the middle. And Love so it. It's just mostly going to be that. That's going to be fantastic. Oh boy. Nice work there you of go. Art. That's going to probably be our next step for the box office bet. Like somebody, we're going to have to get some ink on us now. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be terrible. If you lose three weeks in a row, <laughs> that's right. You got to get a tattoo. You, you got to get a tattoo. Of the lead actor <laughs> from no. the movie that you lost no. with. <laughs> no. You get like a really, really tiny, tiny, tiny one. 
Oh no, we, it's got to be at least it's got to be at least this big. Like life size. Life size. It's going to be a life size face. Yep. Life size face. On your face. That's enough. And lastly, uh, number five here, uh, the film that I cannot wait to hear what Amy thinks about is Home Again. I uh, did another three point three million dollars. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. People, I mean, it has been multiple weeks since it's come out. How would you manage to not go completely crazy not seeing a new Reese Witherspoon romantic comedy in theaters? You know, I I take it one day at a time. Okay. Uh, but mostly I've just been really busy and, uh, you know, waiting for my movie pass. Uh, Is that going to be the first film that you see? Probably. All right. Yeah. Well, and it's also because it's it's the first one on my list of I didn't win the box office bet. Look well, at uh, you being so responsible. So. Mm. Like, okay. I have a few fans who've called me out. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I'm waiting for my movie pass. If I have to make up for movies, <laughs> yes. I don't want to pay for every single one. That's, All yeah. right. Or I've worked on the days where it's the cheapy movies. Uh, yeah. Internationally, so. folks, uh, Planet of the Apes was huge for Fox, and they uh, continued that trend here this week with uh, Kingsman, The Golden Circle. It got $61.2 million in 64 offshore markets, and it was number one in 55. So it, at this exchange rate, it's 63% bigger than Kingsman, The Secret Service, and that includes $11.1 million in the U.K., where it easily uh, blew away the, the previous film. So combined the, uh, with domestic, the start is $100.2 million, $100. million globally. Uh, quick comment. My, uh, my boss, his, his wife is from Wales and they just were over there visiting family and having like another, a little another like wedding ceremony because a lot of them couldn't come over. But he was saying like in his time, he spent like two weeks over there just hanging out and having a good time. And he said that everyone in the UK was super excited for the, for the Golden Circle. Hmm. They love it. They're like, this is the new bond. We're so happy about it. And what's funny is that in, in these movies, you see like, like normal British young people. Like, you see them just yes. hanging out in, a, in, a, in an apartment or a flat. You just see them hanging Me out. Too. And they're just, they're, like, smoking a bowl or they're, like, taking shots or something like that. And I'm like, that's probably what, like, like that's not probably what they like about it, but that's probably something that they, like, can identify with. And I saw, and, like, after you told me that, I saw the movie and I saw those scenes and I was like, oh, yeah, like, that's really cool. I haven't seen a lot of scenes that were kind of like that in, uh, that, that we saw in the Golden Circle with them just, like, hanging out and having a good time. Yeah, that's very true. I was going to say, it was kind of cool to wa- re-watch the first Kingsman with my friend because I had just been to London. So I'm like, I recognize those places now. And there were shops that kind of looked like that. So. Oh, nice. Oh, great. I, I was about to, we just had to rewatch it. Then I was like, had to wait for the end of the sentence because she said her friend. With friend. And the only always. other time I rewatched Trick or Treat the other day, but it was a watch along with our voice in the sky here. Too. Hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's a good it was really good. Still so good. Love that oh. movie. Uh, and one other thing to touch on about, uh, just because I, I love this film this summer here, Spider-Man Homecoming, it's become the number one superhero movie of the year globally with $874.4 million after after adding $6 million nearly all from China this weekend internationally. so excited. Wow. Yeah. It's the number six Marvel movie of all time and has now passed Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice among the DC films. NBD. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Please. Oof. That film was a rough one. Yeah, I mean, say that, rightly get, so, but BVS was a huge juggernaut when it came out. Just for that first week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was just a punch that get to watch. Woke up. <laughs> then oh. everyone's like, no, don't see that movie. That movie is really bad. Don't see it. It's an awful movie. Uh, now, so folks, we're going to do the box office bet again. And we've got two films vying for your vote there in the chat. They're right. watching live with us. It'll be American Made, the new Tom Cruise film for Universal Pictures, opening up in 3,000 screens. And then we've got Flatliners. Remake. 
Yes, the remake of the, uh, <laughs> of the 1990 film with Julia Roberts and Kiefer Sutherland and all those crew. Uh, coming out from Screen Gens and Sony with 2200 screens. So those will be the two films for your votes. So start chiming away in the box and the chat room about which one you'd like us to bet on. In the meantime, though, we'll do a little look back at one of the actors, a little box office rewind of somebody that's going to be in one of the upcoming films this weekend. I figured, why not Ellen Page? Great choice. That's right. Let's go look back at her. Uh, so her top five, her, the, the, her top two films, X-Men films. So I'm going to just scratch this off the list. Sure. Big ones. Let's talk about, let's go to the next five mm-hmm. after that and see what we got. Uh, so coming up uh, for her, Ellen Page's top five non-X-Men films, number five is To Roam With Love, back from 2012, uh, $361,000. What Aww. a fantastic box office pull. That's right. Which I did one not. Was that one? That's a Woody Allen film? Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't did see not that see one. that. So that's also with Alec Baldwin. It's no. like a series like vignettes, I think, about different characters and stuff. Uh, uh, wait, no. No. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, coming in number four is a film I think all of us have seen. Yes. Juno. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came out in 2007. $413,000. I did. I think it. Uh, it ended up making one hundred and forty three point one hundred and forty three million dollars, right. but a very humble beginnings at uh, four hundred thirteen. Well, yeah, well, that was very through and through. It's a very indie film. Yes, when yeah. it came out, yes. virtually no one knew about it, and then it just it, like you said, it sort of exploded after that. Yeah, do you know? See, funny. Enough, I don't know. Did you guys watch it in theaters? Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mm-hmm. No. I, no, I saw it when it went went to cable. Wow. Probably yeah. DVD. Why? Because I saw it maybe a year ago for the first time. Oh. Because it was, I mean, I don't know if any of you guys are like this, but sometimes when something's the rage, <laughs> cool kids say it, I purposely don't sure. watch it. Because I'm like, no, yeah. I'm no. going to wait to make sure, like Frozen, it's like, no, nah, whatever, it's hyped up. I saw it, loved it, eventually. <laughs> Me. But you think if you would have seen it right when it first came out, you may not have enjoyed it as much. You would have kind of rebelled against the, the popular opinion at the time. Mm, the Frozen's so good. See, Probably not. Right, yeah. okay. Probably not. But yeah, I mean, it, I was pleasantly surprised to see just how good Juno was. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was one of those that I remember everyone, I was in high school at the time, everyone would uh, dress up as Juno for Halloween. They had the- <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Mm. Well, I know where it's from. It's yeah. obviously iconic, yeah. but... Did anybody dress up as J.K. Simmons? No. No? Okay. No. I'm just wondering. No. Yeah, like a deep cut. Deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Uh, coming in number three for Smart People. Came out in 2008. Uh, Four million. We got uh, for Ellen Page's first... One in the uh, over the million category there, so four million and ninety two hundred ninety two thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah, I did not see Smart People. Which was that one? I'm like mm-hmm. from Miramax. I cannot. I could not tell you what this one was about to save my life. Was Me this the uh, Judd Apatow movie? That's see. funny people. Oh yeah. dang! Never yeah. mind. <laughs> There's a lot of different kinds of people. Yeah, this is. Uh, I, th- I think there were their uh, comment on Judd Apatow's funny people. We're gonna do smart people. <laughs> smart people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that is. I know. I was looking at the poster. I'm like, no. The poster looks. Mm. Oh. oh nope! Didn't <laughs> see that one. Nope. nope. Nope, did not see that. <laughs> We're all like, nope. Thomas Hayden no. Church rocking a sweet mustache, though, yeah? Is mm-hmm. that him? There you go. Oh, oh. Sandman himself. Sometimes the smartest people have the most to learn. Oh, and Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. Great tagline. Woo. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Coming to number two for her, Whip It. 
Uh, from 2009, $4.6 million. That was the, uh, the roller derby film, right? With yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Drew Barrymore. That one was good. Mm. Loved it. Yeah, it was I like that one. Yeah. I didn't see it. Oh. You're, wait, you're waiting. I, want, I wanted to see it. You're waiting for the all the buzz to die down. I'm waiting for it to, to, hit the, to, to hit the cheap theater near my house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think any time now. Any time now. <laughs> I think it, <laughs> War of the Planet Apes, then Whip It. I'm, 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 I look all the time. I'm like, is, is Whip It in? <laughs> I call them. You guys got Whip It? <laughs> it's definitely not number one, but I'm like, where's Hard Candy? That was a yeah. good one. That definitely probably debuted at like $10,000. I saw that. Well, like, yeah, I feel that's maybe later. I saw that at the screening. There's some parts in the movie where our audience unanimously made noises, which were fun. Mm-hmm. But it was so good. Yeah, it's so good and watch. dark. Dark. But it's good. It's, it's one good. of those you're like. Yeah. Yes. You guys ever watch uh, Super with uh, Rain Wilson? Yeah, Rain Wilson? yeah, I didn't love that Wasn't one. Wasn't that crazy though? Yeah. That was quite the. Uh, it's uh, it's different. I yeah, say. <laughs> yeah, that's not, a good way to put it. I'm like, not for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and coming in number one for Ellen Page uh, from 2010, the Leonardo DiCaprio, Christopher Nolan jo- joint Inception, 62.7 million dollars. What was it? Inception. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that are, it's a small indie one. You may not have heard of it. Yeah. Oh, no. okay. Yeah, yeah that's probably why. That's great. Much, that's great. That's yeah, I mean, you know, you get these, sometimes you get those rare oddities that just yeah. you know really catch on with the, yeah. the general public. Who directed it? Dennis Villeneuve. Yep, that was it. Great, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna time? rag on it too. I'm like, it's good, but I saw a better version of it animated that came out before it. But just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the name of that animated film? Paprika. Oh, oh yeah, oh my cute. god, I love Paprika. So good, it's cute really good. You can see, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Nolan like. Directly just ripped uh, certain sequences yep. from the from that film. And I need to link you all because I don't think I've sent it to uh, this group of you guys. Um, but uh, there's another sequence where they line up uh, sequences from this particular director and the American directors. Like it's shot for shot. Like they put it side by side, and you're like, wow. See, it's fine. I think it's great to pay homage, but I don't like when people are like it's so new and original, and this has never been. You're like it. Too. Can I show you example A, B, and C? Anyway. They should just... <laughs> it's that I sound so notion. cynical. I'm like... Go ahead, Amy. Oh, no. Well, then that means that we need to be watching. I mean, I think sometimes people get so... Not set in their ways, but sure, set in their ways that they are not willing to watch other kinds of movies. So... Try reading subtitles. That's not that bad. You right? know? It's like, you can watch other kinds of movies. What if you don't know how to read? Then you can, then you can have us. I wouldn't recommend dub, but okay. I wouldn't hate you for it. Okay. Yeah, right. it's okay. No, or like, if, if I find out a movie is actually a remake and it's like an American-made one and they made one in, like, there's a new one coming out. Um, have you guys seen the trailer? Oh, I'm blanking on the name. The new, there's a new one with Bruce Willis and he's kind of vigilante dude. Oh, yeah. Death Wish. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, based um, on Death Wish. Yeah, I would totally love to go see the original one and be like, oh, there's another one, too? And so it's not just, like, you know, American from another country. I'll, I would want to watch those, mm-hmm. too. Like just what? Liners. I've seen that original, too. I've also mean, uh, I've <laughs> I'm seen such a hipster, the man. series, uh, the Netflix series, The OA. Did you like that? How do you like that in comparison to the original film? Um, the OA was weird. <laughs> but it was good. Good? <laughs> I, good and weird? Because weird can be good. I, yeah, I liked it. I thought... I don't want to get too into it, but I thought okay. I thought the ending was a little a little weird to digest. Got it. Okay. I want to see more okay. of it. If that's possible, Netflix, please more. 
<laughs> All right, so Sky Patterson says, so what top tier talent do you get to create great films? Nolan, Scorsese, Tarantino, Cameron, Spielberg. Uh, who oh, do you, quite on. Who do you want? If you're if you're looking for something kind of, I, I, whether I, I feel like Christopher well, Nolan. Sadly, Woody, there's not a lot of other representatives, but I was like pretty sure most of all those names are men. True. Uh, but I will just say, male aside, but I feel like out of all those, I feel like Christopher Nolan has been the one that's kind of at least kind of done, whether you like them or not, but at least he's kind of done more original ideas as opposed mm. to kind of just adapting or following up. Mm-hmm. In mm. I'll, other put a, I'll put a name in there, uh, Danny Boyle. No? Danny, I don't think Danny Boyle's made the same movie twice, nor like almost not even the same genre of movie twice. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I'd go with Cause that. He's, I mean, well, I bet he did Trainspotting and Trainspotting 2. Yeah, but that's more of like a, you know, he's, he sort of reached a point in his career where he's like, yeah, let's just do it again. <laughs> I, why not? Everyone's in on it. Like, I can see, I can see why he would do something like that. But the fact that he did train spotting and, um, like Sunshine, 20 Days Later, um, 27 hours, later. 100, so, yeah. 127 hours, and, um, Steve Jobs. Yeah, just. Yeah. He's, he's done a, such a, like, like I said, he almost just doesn't even make the same movie twice or even close to the same movie. It, they're almost completely different genres, those movies. Uh, if only because I remember a very specific movie. I, actually, I don't remember the name, but I remember when it came out in the movie theater. Uh, no, sorry, video store. Uh, Sarah in the chat says, who said top talent creates great films? I remember this movie came out and it had like all A-listers across the board. People had no idea what the movie was about, but it's like, oh, there's all these great actors. It's going to be amazing. Everyone hated it. They're like, this movie sucks. It's really slow. Blah, blah. So I was like, just because there's good people in here, good people made, doesn't mean it's actually good. Was Sometimes, it the yeah. Lady Killers? No. <laughs> more. It was like m- multiple photos Even across more. the way. Yeah. Ocean's it was, 12? No, it was, it, was, it was a rom-com? <laughs> no. It was like more okay. of a drama. Yeah, sweet old Alabama. Crap. We're going to spend way too long trying to figure it out. Don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> Traffic. It's kind of irrelevant. <laughs> Legally Blonde? No. Oh, my Don't God. you even dare. <laughs> Legally Blonde 2? Like, like well, it's okay, hard? There. there you go. What? Hey, that one's still cute. It's got Uh-oh. Bob Newhart, so no. I will give her a pass on that. You hate Legally Blonde 2? And, li- and the live show's really good, too, by the way. Have you oh, seen it live? I haven't seen it live. <gasps> oh, the musical? So Legally yes. Blonde 2. Legally Blonde the musical. I have it in my head, look, so most days. Oh. Yeah. We can rock out. Oh, Yay! my God. Oh and Bandit Snaps. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Uh, so okay. before we, uh, before we do our box office bet here, again, we have American Made and Flatliners as considerations for your vote. <laughs> We're going to do our top five for next week. So, mm-hmm. uh, again, we've got American Made in 3,000 screens there from Universal Pictures with Tom Cruise. That looks really fun. It I'll does. I'm like, I does. want that to be good. It looks so fun. Yeah. Uh, and then Flatliners. Uh, from Screen Gems and Sony, 2,200 screens. Uh, the original Flatliners opened in 1990 on 1,300 screens with a little over $10 million since opening That weekend. one had some big names in it, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll do our uh, top five. Anybody care to uh, hazard a guess? Can anything take over the Kingsman? Uh, maybe. Uh, I was going to say, Flatliners, did you guys see the double trailer on that one, too, where they had one trailer where they show you everything, one trailer where they're super vague? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a completely... Okay, fine. <laughs> One of those ads where you're like, no, don't, don't show me everything. Yeah, we know everything that's going to happen. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm curious. I feel, I feel like people are interested in seeing Flatliners, but it's only about 2,200 screens. I, don't, I mean, I don't think it's going to take number one. I mean, it is in the horror category, sci-fi horror. Because um, one trailer is really pushing as horror. Like, ooh, you you went to the other side and you've brought it back with you. So yeah. it's like, ah. yeah. 
but then the other trailer doesn't advertise it that way, so you're like, mm. I'm kind of. They did it out of order. I'm a little scared of Flatliners, not because of the movie, but because of stupid internet kids. Yes. And how a lot of the billboards are like, you've never lived until you died, and some yeah. stupid internet kid's oh, going to no. be like, great, I grabbed a defib from school. God. Fuck me up, homie. <laughs> great. Survival of the fittest. Yeah. yeah. Stupid Darwin Awards. Kids. Yeah. All right, so figure Come on, that- that's like when planking and cinnamon challenge oh and other stupid gosh. ones that you're like... At least planking was harmless. No, because they would do it on the edges and fall off buildings. Okay, well then die. Super dumb. So and and off bridges. On the train tracks. Yes, idiots. Moral of the story, guys: <laughs> If you watch it at anywhere, if you probably watch it online. It's probably a dumb idea. Yeah, don't or try movies. this. Yeah, like don't try hosting a show where you predict box office players. <laughs> don't do don't it. Don't do it, guys. Don't. Don't. Oh. It's it's foolish. You could hurt yourself. You need yeah. adult supervision. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's why I got these guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's so many videos of people trying and hurting <laughs> All right, themselves. We have horribly. some people already making some good guesses. <laughs> Ken Jack right. goes with American Made, then Kingsman, oh. then Ninjago, and oh, it Ninjago, and then Flatliners. I don't do it. Does anybody think American Made could take number one? No. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, it's Tom Cruise, though. Still, yeah, but I mean, his, his and, last like, film it's didn't a blow fun away. Yeah, but it's, the, they it's do. the second Tom Cruise this summer. Or this, not, the it's not summer anymore, but the Bobby. second Tom Cruise this year. Yeah. What was it? The, the Mummy was not great. Oh. And you didn't even remember yeah. it. So people exactly. are going to... Uh, I feel like... <laughs> I already forgot no, what one. This is an unpopular yeah, opinion. One? I'm excited to see Tom Cruise, though, in a film that is not, like, a, a pure, like, action franchise m- movie, though. Yeah. Like the same little, it looks, else different. And then the idea of it being, everybody loves based on a true story. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, all right, assuming Kingsman does, like, 50% drop. So that's going to be around the $20 million mark. Assuming. So that's why maybe the other one can beat it by, like, yeah, I can see a little that. bit. Yeah. That makes I'll, sense. I'll do, like, your crazy curveball last week. I'm going to go with it being number one. All right. I'll do American Made. Uh, wait, let me see. American Made, Kingsman, It, Lego, and Flatliners. Ooh, Flatliners, what? that no. low? Hold on. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Uh, American Made, Kingsman. Yeah, just cause like, well, it could beat Lego maybe, but I don't know. No, I'll Here, go with. Go ahead, Neil. Here's one. All right. Yeah. Uh, you've convinced me on American Made. Okay. American Made. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll have, um, Kingsman. Okay. Flatliners. It Lego. Hmm. I I'm, like that one. I'm going to swap. Wait, Kingsliner, King, Kingsliner, <laughs> Kingsman, It, Flatliners, and... No, Flatliners before It, correct? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Flatliners, then It. So yeah. American Made, yes. Kingsman, Flatliners, It, Lego. I like that. I'm going to swap it. I still think Kingsman is going to eke out a win. So I'm going to put Kingsman and then America Made. Yes. Do you think it's going to be tight? Like in the hundreds of thousands or in the low millions of an eke? Yeah. Uh, I I still know. I mean, I think think, uh, people love Tom Cruise. I just don't know if this is going to be... I don't think this is... I think people are going to want to see a big more popcorn film. Yeah. Even though I think this will be a good movie. Yeah. I'm just going to... I'll say yeah. I'll agree with you. Yeah. Right. yeah. And Amy? I'm agreeing with you. Yay. I love it. Look there at that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got to do our uh, box office bet here. So what do we got here in terms of the votes to see what we uh, see what's getting here? I see a lot of uh, love talking about Flatliners. Star Drew. Come on. Pick a number, buddy. Yeah, uh, well, number. Of course, people. It's, it's not a Star Drew vote unless you're picking for, like, you know, two numbers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thirteen and a half is what Star Drew guessed. 
There you go. So uh, while you guys kind of scroll the chat real quick to see what the votes are looking like, uh, uh, I know Sarah. Sarah. So it says a while ago it, uh, from Ken Jack, it was three one, and it was flatliners? in favor of flatliners. But I'm love not it. Sure. Oh, here we go. Hey. Flatliners won four to one. Ken Thank Jack. Four to one. Thanks, Flatline Ken Jack. Wins. Thank you, Ken Jack. You Appreciate saved it. the day. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna do our box office bet as always. Thank you for all your hard, all your hard fought, hard fought votes. <laughs> You're doing hard great. Fought. <laughs> <laughs> do not try this at home, guys. I probably will die after the show's over. Mm. Uh, we'll bring you back to life. Thank you. Oh, that's right. There you go. Yeah. No, you have to survive for Star Trek. That's true. Let's see. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna place our bets here on what we think the opening box office total will be. The one that's closest will get to be the prognosticator of prognosticators. We'll see if Amy can go for the triple crown so, this week. Oh, the old triple, trip. Really? Yeah. If you want. Oh three. my gosh, that's right. that's right. There you go. The precious too much. Wait, we're back. Uh, buy a crown. The, Where uh, do we put flatliners? Do it. The loser, of course. We'll have to go see this film in the theaters and then tell us all about it. Uh, you know, and you don't have to rely on the movie pass. You know, a real lover of the box office bet is going to go and they don't need a, bo- a movie pass. You know, they, they will go and do their due diligence. Like, <laughs> <being applied. laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at some of the funny comments that come in the go. comments. You guys are silly. Thank yeah. You. There you go. Yes, you are. Uh, Thank you, Don Draper. Wait, third, third. Um, mm-hmm. uh, all right. Numbers. So. I know, I'm like, ah, hmm. numbers, stuff. numbers, numbers, we're doing Things. flatliners. All right. Uh, again, uh, 2200 screens from Scor- uh, Sony Screen Gems. Scorny Dorn Dorms. Scorny Screen Gems. <laughs> Sony Screen Gems. Hmm. Whoa. Did you have an extra zero? Um, I forgot. Uh, Drew <laughs> Skull says flatliners at, whoa, I lost it. Uh, no, can't, there, thank you. 15. Ken Jack says 12. Hmm. Star Drew again picked two numbers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 15, 12. Sky says 15. Uh, Zayas says 11. Oh, I went really high if you guys All are right. saying this. All right, ladies oh, and gentlemen, man. let's take a peek. Everybody got their votes locked in? Oh, you betcha. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's start with our, 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 our person buying for a Triple Crown this week, Amy Cassandra. What do you got? Oh, I'm not sure. The thing is... I had a first thought, then I had a second thought, but as always, I'll go with the first. That is seventeen point five. Oh, Courtney says eighteen, so close yeah. to the number. Boom, seventeen point five. Oh, wow. oh. there you go. All right, I'm okay. sitting pretty here at eighteen. Oh, all right, Carrie Lane. <laughs> I said twenty five. Oh man, okay. what? I like it. I like your ambition, though. I like it. I'm like, oh, all right, this man. is going to be a very oh, tight man. one. It looks like Amy Cassandra. Uh, I could be. Oh, Tanya's more. close to mine. Tanya says twenty. Thank you. I don't feel so. What was it, Carrie? Twenty five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh man. See, here's the thing. I, that's one that I will probably watch if I get the movie pass like right away. That's the first one I'm gonna watch. Find movie pass. Heck yeah. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Drew's like that's a little high. I know. It was the first thought. I'm like, we're just gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna be optimistic. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is that they've done a good job. Oh, Sky picked one at ten point five. Okay. All right. Oh, look at that. Okay. Oh no, we decided we're gonna pick right down the middle. <laughs> the two numbers. We're like, nope. Sarah <laughs> says fifteen. Okay. All right. <sighs> and uh no. look at that. No. All right. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, there are people in the chat they they wonder sometimes who this woman with the black hair is on our panel. And uh, you're gonna find out in just a moment here. <laughs> That's right. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of the Box Office Breakdown. But, of course, the fun doesn't stop here. It just oh, gets started. Ren's Closer has 22. Thanks. Oh, thank you. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. <laughs> Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Okay. Throw some thumbs up while you're there. Feel free to comment down below. Carrie Lane loves to read these out after the show's aired live. Give you folks a chance watching after yeah. we stream live to share your thoughts. No, I check it a couple days later. Oh, actually, I check actually pretty frequently. I'm like, how many how many comments? What's Zero, comment? one. What do you want them to talk about? What's a oh, comment? Oh yeah, what's a um? What are we talking about this week? Uh, flat layers. Okay, what is your favorite and least favorite uh, remake? So like Flatliners had an original and now they've remade it. So what's your favorite one where they made it remade it? And what's your least favorite one? Clarification: Are you talking about cinematic remakes or a remake from like a TV series? Both. Oh, okay. Both make the playing field wider. Got it. All right. Very nice. And as always, folks, thanks so yeah. much for dropping in the chat. You make the show so much fun to do. We couldn't do it without you. Because what would we have to bet on? Look at that. You know. That's right. Know. Maybe. So, folks, if you want to continue the conversation with us even after the show, the show is over, Neil Plumley, where can they find you? <laughs> you, you beautiful, beautiful man, you. Thanks, Frank. This is Neil Plumley coming to you from Box Office Breakdown. You can find me at places where people are found at the Neil Plumley. That's T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y. That was beautiful. That was amazing. It was. Because he is a beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, doing it again. Oh. Hi, everyone. I'm Amy Cassandra. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> at Amy Cassandra underscore TV. I will be posting stuff on my Insta stories this Friday. Ooh. I'm going to keep it mysterious, Ooh. but uh, fun stuff, fun stuff. So Sweet. make sure you follow me. First step of a murder plot. Anyway. Right? Yes. <laughs> I just started watching. I finished season one of Scream, and I'm <gasps> starting season two. Oh, Dude, so social media stuff on that show. <laughs> anyway, I really do like it, by the way. Uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. And, uh, yeah, you can watch the Trick or Treat. Watch along with me and Anthony. That's on Popcorn Talk. And then right after this, Frank and I are talking Star Trek Discovery. And, yeah, cool stuff. Find me online. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> cool stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, folks. Yeah, you can follow always. me on Twitter and Instagram, or don't. You know, Neil will tell you not yeah, to. It's probably no one of the least things he would tell you to. <laughs> no, you probably could. But you can do that at Happy Go Jackie. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. I oh know my gosh, we, we all we thought we could do it, but we made it through another week. Yay. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next Sunday night at 9 p.m. to talk more movies right here on Box Office Breakdown on Popcorn Talk. <laughs> From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. 